All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another Pro Football Doc Sports Injury Central podcast. Special guest here with me today. And we have the some of the usual crew. Taylor's here. Doug, Mr. New Zealand accent. Uh, just kidding. Aussie accent. We'll chime in for Jacob. He's on uh, vacation in Europe. And our producer, Justin. But let's start off with our special guest here. Nobody guessed who it was. I, I put out a little promotion on Twitter. Here it is. Oh, really? This is your. Uh, this is his son, Jackson. And for those of you guys looking, this is our kids, my twins, fifth birthday party. So how old is Jackson in that picture, you think? Um, I would say, so what, is eight? Yeah. So anyways... It's a little kid carnival birthday party, and it's a tip a troll, and they're throwing little sandbags or balls on the little troll here. And Jackson, who's eight, this is set up for five-year-olds. Jackson's, like, trying to win all the prizes. So I spontaneously said to him, for those on audio who can't see, he said, like, no, 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 you got to go over here like your dad, long snapper. So he goes between his legs about, I don't know, 12 feet out, Nails the troll on the first shot. Knocks right it down. So, yeah, it's a natural. Natural, it's just like jeans. that. So yeah. the guy next to me here, before I say his name, I think is actually, I can't believe I haven't had you on. I mean, you live by, we've been friends. He's the, let's, let's keep using some clues. I, I actually think you have a super interesting life, if you think about this. <laughs> um, you're the all-time greatest, most games played charger. Sure. And actually, I looked at the stat of that here. 256 games. Not bad. Pretty good run. More than Seau, more than Cyphers, more than Rivers. And, I didn't realize Rivers and Gates. This is, a, this is a, a more than a Hank Aaron record. This isn't going to be broken. It's going to stand for a while. I dodged Rivers. Rivers was worrying me a little bit. And then uh, I think he missed some games with injury. He didn't quite get as many years overall, but... Yeah, Gates and Rivers were threatening, but it's going to be a while now. Maybe Herbert will have a chance. Like, what? Maybe. I don't know. It's a long time. It's a long time. It's a long time. Although there are 17 games now, so they get a little advantage. And heck, yeah. when you started, it was probably, what, 14 games? Just joking. <laughs> 16. But I had to play all the preseason games. I really think I should be up over 300. Oh, that's they interesting count, point. They ought to count those because, you know, Rivers, LT, like, say, oh, they didn't play a preseason or maybe a few series here and there. I had to play the entire game. I'd be in there in fourth quarter, punting backed up out of the end zone. Everybody else is, like, pads off, eating hot dogs, drinking beers in the locker room at halftime. <laughs> and I, I got to go back out there and, like, you know, everybody's cutting up. And I'm like, man, I, if I mess this snap up, I'll probably get cut. So uh, I had to play every game to the last. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that's a good point, actually. I wouldn't think about that in the pre but But I suppose it was a good thing that you didn't have another snapper in there so that you had to. Yeah, to no, that's the positive. I always looked at it that way. But sometimes I thought it would be fun to have the pads off and All right, smoking so a cigar would, on the would, sideline. Would, would you rather have the pads off and have competition or not have competition? No, probably not competition. <laughs> <laughs> Just but it, be, kept, it kept me mentally tough. Like it just, you know, kept me focused, and uh, it was good practice for the season. So, anyways, David Bin, all-time Chargers, most games all time for the Chargers, a record that probably won't be broken. Long snapper, 
who made a lot of tackles, who actually is also a backup quarterback for practice and otherwise. Uh, yeah, that was the fun part, playing quarterback. <laughs> playing quarterback or hitting the driving range between practices? What I mean, was that, was, that was a good perk, too. But <laughs> throwing pat and go pregame and then warming up the running backs and doing all that stuff was a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I could see that. So you, you made an interesting comment uh, about uh, – you know, if you mess up a snap, right, including yeah. preseason. I don't know if you remember this. Uh, we went to the Masters once, Augusta. And for those who don't know, Dave's a big golfer, like big hitter, big golfer. I am not at all. <laughs> we get to Augusta, and there were some twists and turns. And I remember you got there. Twists and, and turns, meaning well, we as in, wasn't as in, quite sure if we were going to actually oh, enter, sure. I was sure. enter the gates. <laughs> I was sure. Uh, like, my guy that hooks us up, he's, you know, there's some twists and turns, but I knew yeah. we'd, we'd get in there. Anyways, you're out there. We're out there early on Sunday, final day. And the guys who tee off early are the guys that are out of contention, right? And you made an observation like, look, this guy's got the greatest job in the world. Like, he's playing golf at Augusta on Sunday, and he looks kind of pissed off. Like yeah. he's not that happy to be there. And I remember saying to you, Dave, uh, a lot of people tell me you have the greatest job in the world <laughs> as a long snapper, right? Uh, and that was one comment. That, so, and, and your life is pretty good. We'll get to that in a second. I think it's really interesting in all the things you've done. But the other thing that got me was like, God, I can't believe that guy. You know, he missed that three-foot putt, and it probably cost him – ten thousand dollars or something you know in terms of standings i'm like dave you mess up a snap and you're on the bubble you mess miss two putts you're out of the league you're you and you're like oh i didn't think of it that way <laughs> so i was yeah. like oh maybe i shouldn't have said that but <laughs> yeah no I, was, I always had that in the back of my mind um on a short leash you know i remember there was brad st louis was with the Bengals for a long time and was a pro bowl player. He's like a draft pick. I think he was in the fifth round and he messed up a snap. I believe it was like on a PAT cost him a point ended up costing him the game. And then the next week he messed up like a field goal snap and cost him a game or like put him into overtime or something. And he was cut. Yeah. That's the, that's like the, the Monday that's after that. that that's, was the, it. that's the way it is. I mean, and, the, and I don't think people know the precision how you did your craft. I mean, it's not just laces out or this, that, the other. It's like seven and a half revolutions or whatever it is of the football, whatever it is, that to get to the to the holder. Like two and three quarters. Two and three quarters or whatever. <laughs> it's okay. There you go. Uh, like close. I was within a magnitude of ten. Like yeah. Hey, look, I'm not long snapping anything. I don't think I could bend over and, and touch the ground, uh, uh, et cetera. But the, my point is everything is very precise. Uh, yeah, and um, consistency, you know. Like I was saying, like you don't, you're not out there a lot, but when you are, like you don't really have much of a leash to mess up and you're expected to do your job. And, you know, it's, it's, it cuts both ways. Like that's it's great to have that position as just a position but at the same time you know you got to perform and if you don't you're gone yeah well uh, you obviously had the right temperament because unflappable cool i I don't think your pulse ever got above 60 ever (laughs) 
Just mellow. Resting 54. No, I mean, you know, I'll get nervous for sure. You know, I just try to, like, keep it, you know, use it as a positive energy, um, you know, kind of go through your routine. It, it's similar to golf that way. You kind of have a, um, a bit of a routine and a process that you go through because it's a, a repetitive thing that you do. It's like like golfers. And similarly, it's um, it's not reactive. Like you start the motion, which kind of makes it hard sometimes. Whereas like if you're a receiver, you're like, you run your right, you turn around the ball, so you just you kind of just catch it like as a reaction and stuff is happening. But with snapping, I have the ball and I can snap it whenever I want. And so sometimes that can get in your head a little bit. Like if you're not quite ready um, and you don't want to like, go on the same rhythm every time so the defense can key off of that ball. So you try to vary it a little bit, but I don't know. It's, it can kind of get in your head a little bit if you're not ready to snap and, and then you're supposed to snap and you haven't snapped it yet. and then So that could go through your head like 100 times in about a half a second. <laughs> and I actually went through that for a little bit uh, one year for like three or four weeks. I was kind of like in a slump really, but I don't think anybody else really knew about it except for Carney and Bennett, no coaches. Like, there was never a disastrous snap, but I was throwing some knuckleballs and the location was a little bit off. And um, it was tough. Like I thought, you know, this could be the end. Like, you know, I, I felt like I was on the verge of like really the like yips or something, throwing a know? disastrous yeah. snap. Yeah, yeah kind of like the yips. Uh-huh. Um, Interesting. Yeah, it was a rough time, but I got through it. And turned it around and uh, and made it through. I, I, then I was fine after that. I didn't know that at all, but I think it's really interesting in a league where you literally have inside linebacker coaches and outside linebacker coaches, right? You have all these coaches, and then you have the special teams coordinator and the special teams coaches, but none of them really do anything with the long snapper, long snapper, kicker, or punter. They just said, you guys go figure it out, right? Yeah. Nobody ever coaches those positions and and i think our buddy mike is starting to do that in uh, around the league but I, I think that's a necessary thing i mean in this era of specialization literally the coaches i've never seen a special teams coordinator or coach say anything to the kicker or punter much less than the long snapper it's just you guys go do your thing yeah i mean that's kind of the way it is we kind of like self coach a lot or they'll they'll be like you know outside kickers and punters that that you know they're friends or or, um kind of bounce ideas off of but yeah it's a weird little kind of subculture of the team and a lot of times we're like off on the other field just the three of us working together um which is which is kind of the way we like it working together or golfing together (laughs) playing golf with the football we 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 had some fun games over on the other field oh yeah um Kind of like frisbee golf, but using the, like the goalposts as the target, stuff like that. But no, it it's great. Like we do our job, um, and we can put as much work. Sometimes you need to put a little bit more time in. Sometimes you don't. Like if you're good, you're good, and then yeah, and that's it. So it's nice not to have somebody like looking over your shoulder. Well, the but Dave Ben, even though you're the all-time Charger. Might be as famous or more famous for being in People magazine. <laughs> oh, really? We're going there already. I mean, I mean, come on, right? I mean, dated Pamela Anderson. 
It's a fact, yeah. <laughs> People magazine. I mean, I, there. I've got it. I got it. I got it right here. No, I, I, the reason why he's giving me a, a hard time is, you know, we know each other pretty well, and his wife and whatever. <laughs> so it's probably not her favorite topic to uh, to have on there. But that's pretty. I mean, I mean, she, yeah. She's actually really good about it. I mean, do you remember the 40th birthday roast? And, oh, yeah. Oh, no, I mean, she's good with it. I mean, it's yeah, yeah she's good with it. The 40th birthday roast for sure. And, and, and you got me pretty good at mine, so it was, all, <laughs> it, was, it, was all, it was all good. If I remember, your wife Kim was wearing the Baywatch uh, swimsuit that, oh, she that was night, dressed as Pam. For you, yes. yes for she me. came as Pam Anderson. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Baywatch to, at your roast for your uh, yeah. 40th. I, and I remember uh, multiple guys roasting Dave. And, uh, like, he's cool, calm, collected, the whole deal. But multiple guys roasting you for finding, like, two-year-old paychecks in your locker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> Digging in. Oh, look at what it I was found. Like two years old. Maybe it was, like, two months old. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I seem to remember hearing two years old. But that's, that's perfectly fine. And so I have to ask you, mm-hmm. you you're a Pro Bowl long snapper. And that year... Bill Belichick was the coach. Mm-hmm. So he said what to you? What were <laughs> Bill's words to you? So, so so the background is the head coach gets to pick the the extra, you know, special teamers, the long yeah. snappers. And usually they do they pick good guys or guys that are the kickers are there, whatever. And so you were chosen a great honor by Coach Belichick yeah. to be they the AFC to, representative, long snapper. Yeah. They started Picking long, I think there was a Pro Bowl game where a, it was, the game was messed up by a snap or something. Because back then they would pick maybe an extra special teams guy like a Kasim Osgood if he didn't get voted in or a kick returner or something. But there was a bad snap. So, I don't know, a few years prior to me doing it, they kind of just started always picking a snapper. So, anyway, I had a, a good year. That was the year we lost to the Patriots at home, 14-2, and two, best team we ever had in San Diego. Um, I know, I know. <laughs> the, yeah. The interception run back fumble. I yes, know. <laughs> yes, that one. Uh, so anyway, I get a call from Bill's guy. I forget his name, Serge or something like so that. So Bill, the Patriots lost in the, lost AFC, in the AFC, champ, AFC championship game yeah. to the Colts, who, by the way, and we own the win. Colts. Yes. You know, and so the yeah. Patriots coaching staff is the AFC Pro Bowl coaches. Yes, yes, yes. And so... I get a call from him and, and uh, invited me out to be the, the long snapper for the AFC Pro Bowl, and I was, like, honored. And I had a really good year that year. And so, you know, I, I thought I deserved it and get out there to Hawaii. And, you know, it's first class all the way, and I'm out there. It's just Hall of Famers left and right, and then there's me. I kind of felt a little bit like an imposter, but I was going to soak it in and have a great time. Uh, and there's a ton of guys on the team that year from – from our oh, team, yeah. there, there was, I think, 10 or 11. I mean, Nate Kading and uh, Marcus McNeil, Lorenzo Neal, LT, Rivers, Gates. Lights, um, yeah. I mean, ton lights, of Lights, yeah. Um, so anyway, first practice, which is like nothing. You just kind of like stretch. You mess around a little bit, and you walk off the field. I'm coming off, and, and I'm walking by Bill, and he looks at me, and he's like, he goes, hey, where's your girlfriend? And... Uh, I said, oh, Pam, not, she didn't come out. He goes, remind me why the f*** I invited you out here then? 
And he gave me this deadpan look. And I thought he was kidding, but he didn't crack a smile. And then I was like, wait, he's serious? Is he kidding? I just walked off like I couldn't figure it out. Like, you didn't say anything back to him? I think I just laughed it off. And I was like, wait, what? He really wanted me to bring Pam. Shit. Should I call her? <laughs> Should I call her right now? <laughs> yeah, that was it. You know, I was just like, fuck. Well, uh, maybe that is why he invited me out. Yeah, well, uh, I don't know if I, I've gotten to know Belichick pretty well over the years on different occasions, but that's just totally him. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, it's like 10% rule. It's, yeah. Like, he clearly picked you, I think, because you were really good. But then the differentiator was, oh, maybe Pam's coming too, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, I was like, it wasn't push, like you were a bad long snapper and yeah. he's going to pick you because of Pam. But he's like, well, I can pick this guy, this guy. Oh, well. This is tiebreaker. Tiebreaker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad you confirmed it. I've always heard those stories and this, that, the other, but it's on his Wikipedia page. Everybody knows. Who's gonna look. It's uh, there. Oh, that Belichick said that. No, about the, the Pam Anderson. Oh, everyone knows about Pam Anderson. That that's not a secret. That's that that might be the lead thing when you yeah, say Dave Ben. I mean, uh, uh, et cetera. But I'm saying I'm talking the Pro Bowl story of where yeah, yeah, Bill yeah. deadpan. <laughs> Why the f do you think we brought you here, <laughs> or whatever he he uh, he said? But as intriguing as that is, I don't know how many people know this, but how many people who are all-time football player, two hundred fifty-six games, and then go on to to graduate fire rescue academy, be a full-fledged bona fide firefighter at pardon me, but an advanced age. Nobody becomes that at your age and goes through the young guy training yeah. and full-fledged firefighter. So, I think I was 43 going through the academy, 44. And I went into it with a pulled calf, which was tough because we had to do the three-mile run right out of the gate. Um, but, yeah, no, it was just something that I always wanted to do. I, always, I, I knew a couple guys from college that had gone into it. And then when I was at Cal, there was a big fire in the Oakland Hills. It was like the day after we played University of Washington at home, lost in a close game. And the next day we wake up and there's like smoke coming up over the hill. And uh, it was that huge fire. Oakland Hills burned like 2,000 structures, killed some people. Everybody was kind of evacuating. And me and some buddies like got on our little scooters, snuck through the police barricades and wound our way up into the where the fire was and um the first engine crews we came upon you know were like hey you guys need any help and i thought they were just gonna tell us you know you know no you can't be up here um too dangerous you guys aren't qualified or civilian liability this that and the other and they immediately just said yeah grab those hoses let's go and like we just like ran with them like they needed help and they weren't afraid to take it and Next thing I know, we're, like, shadowing these guys. We're attaching hose lines, getting water, putting water on the flames, helicopter water drops on our heads. And we were up there for hours, all the way till probably, like, 8, 9 at night. We were up there probably 8, 9 hours until it was kind of, like, under control at that point. And, um, yeah, and that experience, it was, like, a mix of, like, you know, fear, adrenaline, and feeling like we were doing something good, like, protecting the community, helping when it was needed. And that always kind of stuck with me as 
something really cool. I, I didn't know that. Uh, that's interesting. That's really cool. But I always thought one of the reasons you want to do the fire stuff, besides it's another challenge, I didn't know about that. But I think firefighting along the team and at the station, it's a little bit like locker room and there's a game, right? Yeah. And the fire bell rings and it's a kickoff to a game. There's Totally. There's definitely some similarities there. Yeah. That's a big factor, too. And, and it's not fire. It's fire and rescue. So you did a lot of medical stuff, like mm-hmm. paramedic stuff. And uh, to the point where he would start texting me and saying, no, I think this guy has this on the football field. He was making that, <laughs> right? You were making medical diagnoses or, awesome. or saying, yeah, no, I think he broke his shoulder, broke uh, his collarbone. I'm like, ACL. no, I think it's his AC joint. And yeah. we used to banter yeah, yeah, yeah. on that. A little bit of that. That's more probably just from my playing experience and seeing injuries <laughs> than the medical stuff. But... But I noticed the, the I, increase I did in get more, with yeah. the fire fire rescue when you, when you were doing yeah. all your medical training. Yeah, here. for sure. Um, yeah, there was there were some fun medical calls. We end up in the trauma center, you know, with the whole team coming in. This one guy had stabbed himself a few times, had like spurting, you know, arteries and stuff, and uh, a lot of that was fun and interesting, and and you know, you know, helping people um, some. Simple calls like helping a kid was stuck in the at the playground. His knee was stuck in the vertical bars on the playground. Couldn't get out. We brought the the hydraulic that you know they call it the jaws of life, whatever, and spread the bars and popped him out. And he was like so happy and you know simple stuff like that was fun. Um, it was a great experience. Learned a lot. Um, and then I ended up retiring. And there was some you know, things that were going on with me that, that I kind of started feeling uncomfortable with. Like I was forgetting stuff. Uh, my body was starting to kind of break down a little bit, aches and pains, injuries, my back, uh, went through some vertigo. So I ended up retiring from the fire service after Still pretty cool. a couple Firefighter, yeah. all-time charger, Pam Anderson. And when, and how, why are you letting Danny Woodhead show you? Why aren't you qualifying for the U.S. Open? I know. I read that. <laughs> I didn't know. He must have got a lot better since last time I played with him. <laughs> because, wow. <laughs> I played with him in the um, – who's hosting? Marshall Falk up at La Costa. We played together. And he was, he was like, all right. But uh, And then I just read that he qualified for the second stage of the Open, right? Yeah, I think, uh, I think he plays today, actually. It might be coming up. I think up. the qualifier is like today or <laughs> tomorrow that he plays in. And so uh, we actually have him. I already talked to him. He's going to come on next oh, week or, or whatever. But we're right. cooking off. Look, it's June, but it's football season. Yes, the NBA, NBA finals are still going on. And we're covering that. And baseball's still going on. And, and poor Padres. We'll t- we can talk about Will Myers on top of Tatis. But football, we're into the preseason preview, who's going to be there, whatever. So I thought that's one of the reasons I thought, well, let's bring Dave in, kick off football season the right way. We got Danny Woodhead next week. Hopefully he'll be a U.S. Open qualifier. I told Danny, come on either way. If you qualify or don't qualify, I'm not going to be a front runner. But, I mean, Dave, I'm going to have me. to repeat your comment that he must have gotten a lot better. Okay. Yes. No, it's great he got through the uh, to the second stage. But, Dave, I'll bet my house he doesn't make it through. The, <laughs> to the wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a different world, man. Is that based on... Like how hard it is, or having seen him golf? No, 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 no. not, dude, not, not anything against Danny, but there's going to be full fledged like PGA Tour pros at that second stage. So and he has to just, finish top eight, right? It's and just so hard to make it through. I don't know where he's playing it, but I mean, now you're running into like Springfield, Ohio Country Club. Is where 
he's at. Okay, so he's gonna have to shoot like ten under on two rounds in one day. Like that's today. Yeah, he is going today. Like is said, it Monday. today? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just so so. There's so many golfers that are great, but like PGA Tour level is just such another level above. I mean, that's like. Um, I don't know, a guy that's playing in the flag football league that at Grossmont Community College that is, like, the best player in the league thinking, like, he could go play in the NFL at quarterback. You know what I mean? It's just, like, night and day. All right, so we have it on the record. Danny Woodhead will now have a vacation home in San Diego. <laughs> With a beautiful view and yes. a beautiful backyard and the whole thing. Where are you guys going to move to if this happens? Uh, wherever Danny's living now, I guess. <laughs> a trade house, yeah. <laughs> Somewhere in Nebraska, maybe. I don't know. Where yeah, well, that's where he is. North yeah. Platte. What's that? North Platte. Yeah. Look at you. It's close to uh, Sand Hills, one of the best golf courses I ever played. Sand Hills, right, so Nebraska. I just, I just found a tweet real quick, and it says, Former Patriots running back Danny Woodhead played his first eight holes even par, and then the last four holes that he played was also even par, but holes 9 through 14, he put seven over. Uh, and then he also triple bogeyed his first round of the after or first hole of the afternoon round. So it's looking pretty bleak right now. I don't want to say anything, but my house is safe. Is what you're saying. <laughs> I wonder what Danny put up. He doesn't even know it. His house. He's probably got a nice one out there. He got a lot of square footage out there. Well, I, I think it was a one way. <laughs> He's tied for 64th right now, and he needs to finish top eight. So. Very safe, maybe. <laughs> oh, so it's, good. It's, it's great experience. It's awesome that he even got through. I, I know tons of local guys here that don't even make it through the first stage, and I'll go play with them, and they shoot like 65 every time out, and then they get in that pressure of, of the qualifier that shoot 72, and 71 makes it through or something like that, so or 70, you know. What you're saying is Danny is now a much better golfer than you are. Yeah. No, I, I'll give him that until we play again. We'll see. <laughs> there you go. You, you see the competitiveness, right? You can see the little fire. In Match a, three, right? San, Diego, San Diego style. <laughs> Man, I, it's, yeah, it's tough, dude. I've mean, played with so many great players that are plus two, plus four. Shoot, like I said, they break par every time they can't sniff the PGA Tour. It's just, it's, those guys are ridiculously good and consistent. That's the thing. They don't make doubles and triples. I got you. I got you. All right. So uh, you guys have any questions for Dave? Well, let's move on to the rest of the podcast, and we'll uh, include him and let him uh, uh, chime in here. What's next? Well, if you ask me football questions. We'll ask you some football, but we're going to do some more stuff here. Can you ever imagine – okay, I don't know how much you've seen or heard. Francisco Lindor got his finger caught in a door and – a tuft fracture. Uh, Max Scherzer's dog bit him. And the baseball <laughs> player for the Phils. Oh, the Phillies, he uh, broke his finger while trying to bunt. And then what about the guy who threw the bat? Oh, Al- yeah, Alex Baum, he was mad. Third baseman, that he's mad, and he cut, yeah, cut his he face. Yeah. Threw his bat against the – Hot back, back up in his face? Bass up in his neck and cut his neck, and he stayed in the game. So a lot of freak accidents here going on, but – can you imagine Dean Spanos tweeting like the owner of the Mets? Lindor just got hurt by a door. Ironic. <laughs> this is the owner of the Mets. That's good. Doesn't Scherzer's dog know not to bite the hand that feeds you? <laughs> Can you imagine Dean or, or someone doing that? No, not at all. I can't imagine them being on social media. Uh, I mean, I just think yeah. someone, 
But well, that's my first thought. The door, Lynn door, really. <laughs> first thing that probably yeah, it's that was easy a, link. Yeah. My, my first thought is, I'm not sure we're hearing the full story. But right. I'm jaded like that. Right. Okay, think about it. He says he came back from a massage. A regular massage. Guys get massages all the time on the road. This is not Deshaun Watson, right? Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But he was shutting the double door in his suite, and he caught his finger to the point that it turned black and blue, and he actually broke it. And I go, okay, maybe if it's the front door to the hotel room, because those are heavy. Mm-hmm. Big, heavy door. Big, yeah. heavy doors. But even those, like, you can't slam them shut because they have a little stop because, you know, they don't want to make noise in the hotel. And I don't know. I haven't stayed in a ton of hotel rooms with double doors inside the hotel, but they're usually pretty flimsy doors. and They're mm. not tight seals, right? I mean, at least at the embassy suites or wherever I might have stayed. With the he family. said one door shut and the other one stayed open. He expected the other one to, like, stay open. I don't know. Well, like you said, there's are little details. That's like a heck of a lot of force. Scissor action. Yes. You know, I, yeah. The heavy door. But I, or, what, or what do you think it is? He was playing, I don't know. playing basketball or something? I, 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 <laughs> I'm not going to put you on the spot. Uh, but, D- domestic dispute. Uh, look, I'm not going there, okay? Yeah. But I'm just saying, maybe there was something else. Maybe we're not getting the whole story. I mean, I feel like, all right, I'll put it out there. On more than one occasion, the medical staff has covered for a story that's embarrassing or different, right? Yeah. And so what you get out in the public is not always the, uh, the thing in terms of, what happens, right? Yeah. So I'm just saying, I'm not saying there's anything nefarious there or he was doing anything illegal. Who knows? Maybe he was mad at his, I don't know if he's married or not, mad at his wife or people getting arguments, he slammed the door and it, you know, whatever. But instead right, of right, saying right. that, you say, and I'm not suggesting there's anything, you know, wrong with it. I'm just saying, I, I don't know. I, I'm just jaded. On, yeah. Motorcycle, I, you know, it could ah, be anything. Right. Like, I mean, that's I mean, the way I, I look at all injuries that way too. And yeah. I've kind of been on that side of it too. I, I played a pickup basketball game. Or little brothers wrestling. Or yeah, something. little brothers wrestling. But, <laughs> no, I went into. I played a, a league. I wasn't pickup. It was actually I was in a league. It was like a few days before training camp. The first camp we had up in Carson. Marty had just. I think was that Marty's first year. I think so with John Butler. Yeah. And um, I go up, I, I get the ball into the basket, I go up, and this guy just fouls me across their arms really hard, right? Like, he's just trying to keep me from, like, even getting up to the basket. And I kind of let up, thinking, like, and the, the ball came out, I let up. He, he kind of followed through and pulled me down. And so now I'm face playing. I throw both hands out to, like, break my fall so I don't smash my face into the ground. Both wrists just completely jammed, like, sprained bad. And... And we have camp like in two days, and I don't tell anybody. And I just go out there, and I I felt like I was snapping just half speed. I couldn't really I couldn't extend. You know, usually like there's a snap of the wrist. I was snapping like not following through, and I just faked it through for like About ten that. ten days, and then nobody said anything. I felt like I was snapping half speed. The ball is getting there a little bit slower, but not noticeable really. Nobody said anything, and I just kind of like. Then they healed up. You know, I was, like, icing on my own. And, like, 
Just you didn't tell me? I didn't tell you. I didn't tell anybody. <laughs> just managing it. I was scared to death of Marty and John Butler. I thought, like, I would get cut or they'd bring somebody in if I said anything. Well, that, that and, may have been true. And but you never want somebody else coming in. So I just was like, I'm not you gonna know, name if any I can names, do it, I can I'm, do it. I'm not going to name any names, but I'm not sure our special teams coach even noticed. No, he didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever that was in 2003, uh, <laughs> four. I'm, like I said. 2004, five. They yeah. don't really pay attention yeah. to the kickers and long snappers. Yeah, They're the ball is getting there. And blocking and coverage downfield. And, and they didn't notice me like running downfield like this. Like, <laughs> no. It's pretty funny. But no, you're right. I mean, injuries, I always think that. Um, and I, mean, I mean, I know about Justin the little Johnson. Bro- I, I know slipping. about the little brother wrestling one. I didn't yeah. know about that. Oh yeah, one. that one too. Oh, that one too. <laughs> like I said, so when I say I'm not sure that that's the the explanation, I'm not saying it's anything horrible. I'm just saying right. lots of times the whole story doesn't right. get out. Uh, the names are changed to protect the innocent. It's not that you weren't doing anything terrible or wrong, or people, but like. Things happen in life, and you kind of go, yeah, that's not a good look, so let's yeah. go another another way. I mean, look, uh, on different extremes, uh, I definitely won't say who. You'll know. I mean, we had a quarterback faint once in a bar. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't drunk. That wasn't it. I'm not going to and. No one knew about it, and then we sort of changed. And it had nothing to do with being drunk in the bar, believe me. It, would, it actually was a medical condition unrelated to that. But, right. but you, you cover and you sort of do things. That's why when I look at Taylor, she goes, why are you so suspicious all the time? Well, because I've been on the other side. Sometimes these stories don't all but Think about that situation you just said. Today, that would be on video. That would be on Twitter. Or TMZ, would have picked it up. TMZ, whatever, anything. And it maybe it would have been a little bit after the fact, maybe during. I mean, everybody's got a video. Everybody's posting that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's true. That was a time when not everyone had yeah. a cell phone. But that was a pretty close group of people. And, right. And, and it, we did get out of there pretty quickly just because I knew it was a bad look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah, you're right. I mean, nowadays there's videos of everything. Uh, I mean, uh, look, uh, a guy can't even, uh, two Major League Baseball players can't even slap each other in the outfield without there being <laughs> You heard about that, right? I heard yeah, about it. I haven't, I haven't seen it. I haven't, I haven't <laughs> seen it. I heard about it. Yeah. All right. What else we got, guys? Um, we we got? lead into tennis. Um, Doug, it's help us out with that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on the tennis, obviously, we had Sverev uh, go down with his ankle injury um, just in the semifinal over the weekend. Um, so that's the French done now with Rafa having the win, but now there's a question on Rafa and uh, a, a foot injury, I believe, in the lead-up to Wimbledon. So uh, tennis is uh, full of injuries right now, so very topical for us. Yeah, well, I, I think Zarev has a bad ankle sprain, and he's saying he's torn ligaments. Well, that's what an ankle sprain is. Now, will he be able to play at Wimbledon? I think he's had a reasonable chance to play at Wimbledon. It's just how well will he play? Like, if he's had a history of ankle sprains and this is 
acute on chronic, I think he's got a good chance. If it's brand new, it's going to be harder. And obviously in the sport of tennis, you're the only guy out there you can get exposed. It's sort of harder. And, and I don't know the nuances of playing on grass versus clay. Obviously in clay, you're supposed to slide around. He didn't slide around, and he got caught off. And Nadal and the foot numbness, you got to figure out what that is. We're going to do a little more research on it. But believe it or not, you can numb your foot and play because all of the control to your foot comes from the leg. So you can numb your foot from pain and play through. Yes, so, numbness is the injury? or well, He has a foot issue, and he's getting um, uh, injections before oh, every single match. Uh, numbing it up. Yeah, right. I got you. And he said he, he wanted to play at the French because that's his best tournament, but he doesn't know if he wants to play Wimbledon because there's yeah, he doesn't want to play numb all the time. You, so. You've gotten a few numbing injections to play and yeah. other injections. Yeah, <laughs> toward all. Just tell him to do the numbing and the Toradol. Perfect. <laughs> the cocktail. All right, I got to tell. So, okay, since since we are very complimentary of you and, and you are a good friend, I'm going to give you a little bit of grief now. First of all, okay. First of all, by the way, you're not the first long snapper to be on our podcast. I'm hurt. <laughs> well, who was the first? Lonnie Pax. Oh, I knew you were going to say Lonnie. <laughs> well, well, Lonnie's also an investor in Sports Injury Central and stuff. So. Oh, nice. Good. So we had him come on to. So, but we had Lonnie's him come on. We had him Love to, Lonnie. He's we had awesome. to tell tell some Tom Brady stories and whatever. Yeah. At least we we got Dave Ben and Pamela Anderson's stories. So, did you did you uh, tell the X game dinner oh. salt shaker story? I have not told that. You didn't so, bring that up with Lonnie. Uh, so be- so. <laughs> Lonnie Paxson is a big action sports guy. You and Jen came up. And so we had a, a steak dinner at, what's the name of that place again? I forget the name of the place. It's on the second floor. Yeah, I don't oh, remember the, the name. The name of. The you name knew the, the owner. Though. Yeah, the yeah. owner's, his name is on it. I forget. Nicest steakhouse there. He was there, and he's a big football fan. So he was talking to Dave and Lonnie, and and uh, there might have been some uh, hydration going on, uh, <laughs> lubrication, and uh, somehow it couldn't have been me. No, it probably was me. Decided to have a snap off for the check. <laughs> <laughs> that was you. That sounds a like big you. <laughs> fat salt shaker snap off for the check, and. Uh, these guys fired that thing so fast because <laughs> like, they didn't want to pick up the check. It was pretty amazing. Like, like literally, if the owner didn't catch it, like thankfully he did, it would have broke his nose. I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, I, I put it right between his eyes. Oh yeah, it was like, and I put a fork and a knife in there too, and I wrapped it in a napkin because the salt shaker seemed too light, and the yeah, guy yeah, was yeah, standing yeah. like at the far the end, room, far yeah. end of the this room. Dinner's still going on, right? When we yeah. this. And I remember looking through my legs, and I saw you know there's like rows of tables and everybody's leaning in and i got these forks and knives and <laughs> wrapped up in there and, you know it's like the golf shot everybody's kind of progressively pinching in to see and i just i just said screw it i just focused on that dude's forehead and i just let it rip and then yeah. i just saw his hand go like that and he had it in his hand he caught it right before it hit him smack dead in the forehead I mean, and he was like yeah <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it was hilarious. And, and 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 actually, I think he picked up the tab that night. I yeah, I think after all that, he was yeah, it was good. That was amazing that he caught. I was like, you threw that, you threw that thing back there so hard. <laughs> it was. So uh, did anybody else do what you did? Put the utensils on, or was that just you thinking like that? 
that was just me. And then Lonnie did it, and Lonnie, Lonnie kind of shot it up high, and I yeah. think that might have been part of the problem. Like, yeah. You didn't have, <laughs> you didn't you didn't have, have enough your weight. secret weight <laughs> yep. yeah. in, in, in the deal. And actually, come to think of it, most people don't know this, you're the all-time charger. When you sign your one-day contract to retire chargers, because technically you retired a Bronco. True. True. Well, I technically didn't even retire. I just kind of like faded off into the okay. into the distance. But um, yeah, I don't know. Should I ask Dean about that? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I should. He probably That's, doesn't know about the how high you are on the list, right? He probably doesn't know I'm retired. I, I mean, I just saw Mike Hollis. You remember him? Uh-huh. I just saw he kicked in an arena league game at 50 years old. Did you know that? No. I remember know. Mike Hollis? Mike Hollis. I'm not sure. Might have been a little. He was in camp with us. It might have just been my rookie year. And then he went on and kicked with Jacksonville, had a pretty good career, but then had some back injuries and stuff. If he was with you your rookie year, he's older than 50. <sighs> he's 50. He's, he's 50, exactly. He, you're right. It was two days ago he played in that arena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just seemed like a long time ago in your rookie year. That was my little stat. That was sorry. a stat. That was yeah, a stat. sorry. Sorry about that. No, so uh, Lonnie's been... On here before. So Lonnie's, yeah, Lonnie's the first. He's nice. the first. You're the second. Right. Well, but more more intriguing. What was I going to give you grief about? I don't even remember now. We got sidetracked with that. With that. But, no, I'm uh, still hung up on that. I think he needs to write a letter right now. we got to get that number in the uh, in the, in the the Chargers Hall of Fame right there. I mean, that's, the, the Jersey retirement's got to be coming, right? You can't, you can't retire the number without well, officially retiring, right? Well, maybe. But, but you know, <laughs> not to get all serious here, but, I mean... There's no question you would have been a Chargers Ring of Honor person. But with the team in L.A. Yeah. Do they even have the Ring of Honor anymore? I don't know. I don't know. I don't I remember don't seeing it. I went to the alumni game last uh, fall against the Giants. First of all, it was like 75% Giants fans in there. All to see the new stadium and whatever. Sure. The Chargers killed the Giants in that game. I don't remember the... I don't. Uh, it's all electronic all now. Yeah. Who knows? I, yeah. I don't know what they what they have. But you should you should sign a one day contract and retire officially. Okay. Why not? Yeah. Want me to work on that? Well, Frank yeah, too. Do you get a Do you get a signing bonus for the one day? <laughs> can you uh, negotiate? I'm make a comment, but I won't. Make can you negotiate? Something? You negotiate it. Yeah. 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 It could be a first time thing. Get your agent on it. Yeah. Well, while we do it, I'll I'll get your I'll I'll become the agent. Sure. Um. Yeah, what, what are we going to give me grief about? I don't know. Probably something else. Who knows? I can't remember. I'll think of it. Give you grief tomorrow. It'll pop up. It'll pop up. What else we got here to to, to talk about? I was going to say we uh, normally wrap the, with yeah. yeah we normally wrap with the, the beast of the, of the week. week. But I think we got to give oh. that to, we got to get that Dave for the uh, for the performing with the two sprained wrists. I feel like that's like uh, that's beast of the week material. Oh, you know, you know what? It. I was going to give you. Maybe I'll give. <laughs> look, Dave. In the first half of his career, I don't need nothing. I've never heard. I'm all medical. You know, the first half of his career is like, why are they doing this this Tordal shot? I mean, <laughs> and, and say I would run around locker room. Uh, here, here's my story at junior. I'd say, okay, we're giving you the Tordal. Junior always likes it. And I said, you know what? There's nothing wrong with what we're doing. It's legal. But I'm not trying to give everyone in the locker room Tordal. So can you just, like, keep it on the down low a little mm-hmm. bit? Like it's this, it's, it's this fine. This is the junior. This is the junior. Back, yeah. Uh, so you know the next thing. He and then did. the line just got longer and well, longer. Well, well, then he went around locker room. Then the next game he'd come in and go, 
Toradol, vitamin T, it's time for my Toradol. And, and he'd announce it as he walked through the locker room just because I told him, you know, it's not bad to give and this, it's legal, but just keep it on the yeah. relative down low. I don't want a line of people doing it every week. And, and uh, you know, and for the first few years, you were like, I'm not touching that. First like actually, 10 years. Yeah. But then you had an injury once and you did. Yeah. And every game from then on. Yeah. I had a shoulder. Something's wrong with my shoulder. Um, and it was bugging me. You go, you know what? Just come in tomorrow. I'll give you some Toradol. See how it goes. And I'm like, then you were like, all right, cool. And I take it. And then everything else, you know, you don't realize all the little aches and pains you have until you do something like that. And you feel like good again, like fresh and like not hurt anywhere. And it was like amazing. Well, and that's the thing. People think it's like a pain-killing injection to play the game. No, it's for the next day so that you yeah. feel better the next day. And that's coming out after halftime, it was hard for me to kind of come out. You'd be, like, stiff and kind of get going again. And I came out halftime. I, I mean, I felt like I was 22 again. And then exactly then on Monday, the soreness isn't there. You get a good workout in. You know, I mean, it was, yeah. And, 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 and every day, every game after that, I was like. When you played in that Broncos playoff game. Oh, dude. <laughs> He was, I was so he, bent he, out of shape on that one. <laughs> you were very finished. He's calling me saying, this guy's not going to give me Toradol. You've got to go talk to the team doctor. Can you fly out here and give me Toradol? I need my Toradol. <laughs> and Dude. I just, just, you know, from the early part of your career, I was like, what are all these guys doing? You get this Toradol. You were like, I need that Toradol. Yeah. Yo, they were going to give it, but like at breakfast. And the game was like 8 o'clock that night. I'm like, no, no, no. I need it like 45 minutes before the game. Not not in the morning. I mean, this is all wrong, dude. Come on. I'm like used to my ways. Dave, wrap it up with the the wrestler. Show him the video. Oh, yeah. So so, uh, this is Cody Rhodes. Oh, of course. I I know Cody. He tore his pack. Jeez. And he wrestled like we talked about. So we're going to give Cody the beast of the week that he played through a torn pack. Gave him the win as well. Yeah, with, How uh, long after the tear? Is that like this a couple is, days? By the bruising, this is not fake, by the way. That's what it looks like when you have a big pec tear. Yeah. You, you know, at, at combines, every couple of years, there's somebody who tears their pec doing the 225 uh, for reps. Max. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so he did this weight training. It's probably oh, no, two weeks ago. Benching. Yeah, it was a week. Yeah, yeah, a week. Yeah, I don't think you do that anymore. But about a week. My, my main question <laughs> for these three guys, apparently this but he, was a big but money game. But he wrestled game. through, and Does of course anyone know? Do they follow us? We're still doing the big money fantasy. Our guy, Weddle. Anyways. That's our beast of the week. We're thrilled to have Walt's been on board for a while. That's the that's that, that uh, first guys, down stop for, for nine us yards we'll on the Bengals' final drive, which the they did not convert the extra the yard in the next three downs and turned it over and down. Weddle's shoulder tackle, not wrapping tackle, stopped him for a nine-yard gain on that final Bengals' possession. So he started protecting the arm. He changed, oh, he changed yeah. the way he wrapped up. Well, just going well, shoulder. Yeah, you can't yeah. wrap yeah, with yeah, your yeah. pack. So he was did he put like uh, the brace thing yeah, on? Yeah, it didn't help, thing. though. I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> you look at the video, he was clearly favoring. Yeah. And if there was another game, you would have seen that on film scattered out and you'd run off his right shoulder. There's no way he could do it. But in game. Was there talk of that during the game? I don't, I don't remember. If you follow uh, our Twitter and our six score, they were on us. Yeah. Yeah. First quarter of the game, uh, we were like, oh, yeah, he tore his pec. But I, these guys were surprised. I said, but he's not going to come out of the game. That's what all. How, how do you know it's a pec versus a shoulder injury? Is that a close call? Is it? 
there's so many different things. I mean, just, I mean, you can just tell though. There's no doubt. I mean, why two and three quarters revolutions instead of three no, and I a half? I mean, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of technicalities that that go into it based on the video and and studying it and so forth. And yeah. I mean, I could say ancient Chinese secret, but I'm not going to. Uh, that. <laughs> That's how I was thinking. <laughs> well, at least at least you said Mr. it, Mr. Miyagi. That's Mr. Japanese. Miyagi. No, this is kind of what we do when we're yeah. sitting around uh, doing nothing. So sorry about that. Anyways, Col- Cody Rhodes. Um, anyways, thanks for joining us, Dave. Thanks, Doug, yeah, Taylor, thanks for Justin. Me. Thank you. We probably went a little long, but. I mean, all that was missing was a beverage on the table. But I know. Although, although that's what Danny Woodhead's podcast is. It's like you're supposed to break out a drink. And Bring a beer or, yeah, or whiskey or something. Yeah. Or some whiskey or something. I like that. Yeah, I bet, I bet we would have got some juicier stories if we, uh, we would have primed up a little bit there. Yeah. <laughs> Get me next time. Yeah, there it is. All right. Get a six-pack. It's always good. <laughs> well, that, that, that reminds us. So, so either we usually record at 11 a.m., but if we're going to have a beverage, I don't know that we can do 11 a.m. with Danny. Nick Moses, right? Yeah. <laughs> we'll be two for him. Anyways. All right, guys. Thanks. Uh, Pro Football Doc Podcast. Football season is here. Lots of football information. NBA finals still going on. And uh, hopefully you enjoyed some of the uh, the fun stories. And I apologize for taking so long. I don't know. I just never. Was that long? No, no. Uh, for like having you come on. Oh, the yeah, podcast yeah, yeah. has been on for a while now. <laughs> no, that's right. It's my first podcast, actually. Really? I've just started listening to more of them, the golf ones, like subpar. Now that I know you have one, I'll I'll start listening yeah, to yours. Not but, sure about uh, that, but yeah, no, it's cool. Yeah, the first one that I've been on, just started listening to them last oh, year or so. First podcast ever. All yeah. right, we'll take that. Yeah, and and of course our our guy Craig is thrilled because he's a cow guy. So go Bears. <laughs> Our CEO, he's there smiling. Yeah. Normally, normally you realize we never get Craig in here, but because you're a oh, cowboy, oh, you have to come in yeah, here. Yeah. So you might have to take a picture or sign an autograph for him for the Bears. Yeah, we're gonna put you in the Pro Football Doc of Ring of Honor. Uh, we're gonna raise the raise your number in the rafters here in the studio. Oh, I'd be honored. Thank yeah, you. There we go. <laughs> all right, thanks. Uh, we'll catch you next week and uh, check out siccore.com for all the latest injury updates and info. Thanks for watching and listening.